The beauty and resilience of God's word are immeasurable. It is an ever-present source of light and truth to those who love it and consternation to those who don't. A brother in the faith raised the issue of the hermeneutics employed by God said, man said. For those who don't know what hermeneutics means, it is defined as the art of finding the meaning of an author's words and phrases and of explaining it to others, end of quote. This website employs sola scriptura, which is an ancient term meaning scripture alone. Sola Scriptura says that all of life's statements, whether they be religious or academic, are weighed in the balances of the Word of God found in the majority text for the English-speaking world, that is the King James Authorized Version. If the world's statements do not yield to God's, they are rejected as false. For those who insist on challenging the veracity, including the scientific accuracy of the Word of God, they should know that after 6,000-plus years of unrelenting effort, Satan and the world's most renowned carnal minds have failed miserably. Yield to Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. Would you like to know Jesus Christ as your own Lord and Savior? Click on the Further with Jesus on this website for immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Matthew chapter 7, verses 26 and 27, And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. God said, Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, For I am the Lord, I change not. God said, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. Man said, Time Magazine, December 31, 1999, under the heading, Iconoclast of the Century, Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin didn't, excuse me, Charles Darwin didn't want to murder God as he once put it, but he did. End of quote. Now the record. The quote above reminds me of the blasphemy spouted by the famous German atheist Nietzsche. The statement which found serious traction in academia was God is dead, signed Nietzsche. I once saw a bumper sticker that weighed in on this matter. It read, Nietzsche is dead, signed God. Nietzsche, by the way, died in an insane asylum. Charles Darwin, mentioned above, who preceded Nietzsche in death, also had well-documented mental and social illnesses. See the fool, and beware who you follow on this website. Psalms 14.1 says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. God is not dead, by the way. He is from everlasting to everlasting. The word of God never changes. His truth recorded thousands of years ago dealing with every facet of this life and eternal life is the solid rock. God's word is utterly accurate from its account of the creation of this young earth to the original parents Adam and Eve who were made out of dirt to Noah's Ark, giants on the earth, fiery flying serpents, one long missing day to honey, milk, butter, eggs and olive oil to salvation, Armageddon and eternal life, etc., etc., etc. Man's truth, on the other hand, is in a constant state of flux, and in this state, he regularly takes pot shots at the rock of ages. It would be funny if it were not for the horrendously negative consequences. I must reiterate a concept repeated on this site several times. Man's truth of yesterday is debunked by his truth of today, and his truth of today will be debunked by his truth of tomorrow. God's truth never changes, for that is the very nature of real truth. 
The yes-no status of the world's truth is obvious in the present debate over Pluto's status as a planet in the light of the discovery of UB313 nicknamed Xena. The following excerpt is a statement from astronomer Mike Brown in Discover magazine. The way to make astronomers look stupidest is to declare that Pluto, this thing that, that's been a planet for 75 years, isn't one, he says. The bright side is that, 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 that this is an amazing opportunity to let people see science as a living thing that makes discoveries and changes. Man's truth is changing. I reviewed the January 2006 issue of Discover magazine. A cover headline read, 100 Top Science Stories of 2005. The feature articles were laden with man's truth of yesterday, being debunked by his truth of today. A few of those examples follow. Under the headline, Deep Impact Exposes Comet Secrets, is found the following paragraph. In July, NASA's Deep Impact spacecraft smashed an 800-pound probe into Comet uh, Temple 1, blasting a house-sized hole and creating a spectacular shower of cosmic debris. Almost immediately, data produced by the mission cast doubt on the widespread belief that comets are solid balls of ice and rock. It also forced scientists to rethink their ideas about how comets transported water and organic material around the newborn solar system 4.6 billion years ago, end of quote. Of course, disregard the erroneous date. Under the headline, Plants Mend Their Own Faulty DNA, are the following excerpts. Upending a fundamental tenet of inheritance that has long served as the foundation of genetic theory, a study published in March revealed that plants can correct defective genes inherited from their parents by reverting to an ancestral gene sequence. Although the discovery was made in plants, Pruitt suspects that animals, including humans, might also use this method to correct faulty genes. There's another way that genetic information can be inherited, which we've been blissfully unaware of for the last 100 years or so, Pruitt says. To me, that just boggles the mind. Then you really start to wonder, what else is out there? The title reads, Mystery Particle Shakes Up Physics, it reads in part. A new particle announced by an international team of researchers in June calls into question what we know about the composition of matter. We thought we understood how you can combine quarks and anti-quarks into matter, but this doesn't fit the pattern, says David McFarlane, a spokesman for the Baybar experiment. It suggests that there may be a whole new spectrum of matter due to more exotic combinations of quarks. Other perplexing particles observed in Baybar and additional accelerator experiments in recent years drive home the message that physicists still have much to learn about the most basic building blocks of the universe. Bones discovered in 2003 on an Indonesian island were trumpeted the world over as a new species of human dubbed the Flores Man. Discover magazine, under the headline, Flores Man Denied Status as New Species, printed the following excerpt. That's why Robert Eckhart, a paleoanthropologist at Pennsylvania State University and a team, have intently analyzed the 18,000-year-old bones. The group's research papers undergoing peer review are unequivocal. Homo floresensis, says Eckhart, is not a valid new human species. The yes-no nature of the world's truth is enabled by the faulty hypothesis that is built upon and worsened by the frauds that also lie at its very foundation. Under the headline, Deception Plagues Medical Research, 
Discover Magazine reports the following. A study published in June found that an alarming percentage of medical research is not only untrustworthy, but also downright deceitful. Health Partners Research Foundation and the University of Minnesota surveyed thousands of scientists funded by the National Institutes of Health and a third of the respondents anonymously admitted to one of the ten serious ethical lapses such as fabricating data or plagiarizing. Even more common, says Melissa Anderson, a University of Minnesota higher education researcher, were minor misbehaviors like dropping uh, conflicting data or withholding results. Anderson thinks these deceptive practices may stem from scientists' perceptions that they are not being treated fairly when it comes to receiving grants or getting proper credit. Science is built on a highly competitive system that relies heavily on junior people, says Anderson. There may be uh, structural inequities in the way we've built the system that increase junior scientists' sense of organizational injustice, end of quote. The spirit of deception is rampant. Whether it's Dawson's discredited Piltdown man or the Nebraska man of the Scopes trial fame that turned out to be a pig's tooth or the upending of Ramapithecus and Astralopithecus, excuse me, or National Geographic's fake missing link named the Archeoraptor, uh, Leogenesis, uh, which should have been dubbed chicken with a phony lizard's tail. Man's truth just keeps coming up short. The challengers to the word of God abound in theological circles as well, but like all other contenders, they fail over and over again. Unfortunately, many follow their pernicious ways. This group has built its house upon the sand. God's truth laid down thousands of years ago never changes. His word is steadfast and sure. Build your house upon that solid rock. God said, Matthew chapter 7, verses 26 and 27, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. God said, Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, For I am the Lord, I change not. God said, Hebrews 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. Man said, Time Magazine, December 31, 1999, about iconoclast of the century, Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin didn't want to murder God, as he once put it, but he did. End of quote. Now you have the record.